They'll never go from rags to riches. Do you like top ten lists? Huh? Do you? Well, welcome to the Top 10 Men Podcast. I'm Sean, and I'm with my boy, Mac. What up? There's no heavy lifting here. We choose a topic. We rank. Hall of Famers only, bud. We chat, and we laugh. Ha ha, ha ha. Why should you care about this podcast? Well, for starters, you're going to understand portion sizes without the need to measure. You're going to learn how to not split tens when you're sitting at a blackjack table. Double down, Mikey. And you're going to learn how to moonwalk. Ooh, I like that. So hit that subscribe button make all kinds of gains, kid. Yeah. All right, here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. back welcome to the next episode of the top 10 men k max sitting with the champ champ how we doing pal we are back i know huh good to see you yeah we've been off the grid for a couple weeks we want to do a top 10 list yeah we do right <laughs> let's do it all let's right let's get into it so right, here kid. we go folks we're back i say we do top 10 best movie villains what do you think i mean they give those beloved heroes a reason to exist kid <laughs> i often like the villains better than the heroes <laughs> <laughs> So we are actually going to start with the honorable mentions. These are some of the ones that did not make the cut right before the championship round, but they are definitely noteworthy. <laughs> Let's do it. Here they are. How about Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Hannibal Lecter? How about Scar from The Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> as close to Hamlet that Disney has ever come. We had those three goofs, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees. Goofs. Oh my God, right? <laughs> we tossed around the idea of Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. You got Jigsaw. You got the brother Chet from Weird Science. <laughs> Ernie McCracken, Bill Murray from Kingpin. You got Norman Bates from Psycho. You got Tracy Flick from Election. How about Clubber Lang? What a punk he was. How about the juiced-out Chong Lee from Bloodsport? Total villain. I mean, Kevin Spacey. He could have been on this a couple times. Kaiser Sose from The Usual Suspects and John Doe from Seven. Ah, oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> <laughs> You got Denzel as Alonzo Harris in Training Day. Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. You got Commodus, Gladiator, Joaquin Phoenix. You got the Amy Dunn character from Gone Girl. Now that lady scares me. Total psychopath. Killed Doogie Hauser. And for the real movie buffs, we got Drexel Spivey from True Romance, White Boy Day. I mean, he stands tallest among the scumbags in this movie. Bill Lumberg from Office Space. And a solid choice, Miss Shonuff from The Last Dragon. <laughs> How about when he open hand slapped Bruce Leroy? I think I I was happy. <laughs> Guess what? None of them made the list, Mac. None of these guys made the list. Bop. So our top 10 list, pure psychopaths, genuinely terrify people. The evil, the insane, the calculating. Let's talk about the people that make the world go round and round and keep us sleeping with one eye open. And listen, Absolutely. they're everywhere too. They all had an evil move. We'll talk about those. Their go-to kill move. I mean, these are the villains that other villains worry about. The ones that Mac and I saw as really immersive. Let's go. Then you know what, pal? Jump in with number 10. What do you got? This guy, he wears a Hawaiian shirt. Ooh, okay. He quotes Dante. Ooh, I like to slow roll this. He's on a mission of vengeance. Ooh. Max Katie. Yo. Cape Fear. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Unbelievable. What a best shape of his life for that scene too, right? Remember him doing the uh, the pull-ups in, in jail? <laughs> yeah, he looked like a lean, mean fight machine. Could twist your neck if he had to, but absolute sociopath he played with your head instead didn't he i'm so glad you brought that up these are the guys they don't they don't just want to kill you they want to break you mentally counselor i'm out come out wherever you are i'm better than you oh i am like god and god like me 
I am as large as God. He is as small as I. He cannot above me nor I. Beneath him be. Salasia, 17th century. Let me tell you right now, frightening, frightening. How about when he showed up to uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte's daughter's school? Remember that scene? I've probably never felt more uncomfortable oh, yeah. in a movie theater when he did that. Oh, I was. It what was, was the awful. actress in that? Julia Lewis. Yes. That was Julia Lewis. Yikes is all I can say. I've never felt more uncomfortable. It's the worst. So this guy was a villain not to be ignored. His go-to move: face chewing assault. Yikes! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> is it supposed to bleed? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was he was an animal in that movie. Max Katie comes yeah. in at a strong 10. Moving on. Yeah. Number nine. <laughs> Love it. Number nine, we're going to go Alexandra Forrest. When I say <laughs> Glenn Close put the bunny in the pot and boiled the shit out of it. Uh. Fatal attraction. There we go. So we oh, just so we just talked about villain. the go-to move right there, right? Yeah. Boiling oh. bunny in pot. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Here we go. Well, that's what everybody remembers, right? She was warped, psychotic. Her famous line was, I won't be ignored, Dan. When she says the word ignored, she leans into him, and you could see Michael Douglas's face. At that time, he knows but he is screwed. Anytime I, ch- <laughs> I hear over my shoulder, I won't be ignored, I shudder. Chills. It's- I get chills thinking about it. People, she was the first person to boil the bunny. Mm. Classic move. Maybe she took the kid on, on the roller coaster. Oh, she picked yeah. him up from school and took him to the amusement park. She's messing with the wife. She's messing with the kids. So, so that's she, it. That's yeah. it. we're talking about mental Messing warfare. With there. your family. Ooh. <laughs> so do you do you think he deserved it for what he did to some extent? Because so, I have a feeling we're going to have some people on the other side saying, well, what about him? What about what he did? Yeah, we're not saying what he did was right. But listen, she knew he was married as well. Yeah. I better shut my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Alex Forrest, we're not condoning what Michael Douglas did, but listen. Hey, can everybody just relax right now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen to Alex Forrest right now. Oh, oh, boy. I don't know what you're up to, but I'm going to tell you it's going to stop right now. No, it's not going to stop. It's going to go on and on until you face up to your responsibility. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. Oh, what do you think of that? Bye, bye, bye. Villain number nine right there. Alex Forrest, Fatal Attraction, Glenn Coase. You know what, pal? We're moving on. Number eight, top villain of all time. Who you got, pal? All right, we're going to go double female here. We're going Annie Wilkes, played by Kathy Bates. She got an Oscar for this performance, Misery, Misery. Stephen King novel. Remember this one? I feel like when you went Annie Wilkes, you just took Alexander's Forrest character and you just went up a notch. She was Alex Forrest on steroids. She was the ultimate overly attached woman. Lived alone in the woods, her and her own thoughts, no touch of reality. Listen, this is pre-internet. So if you lived in a cabin in the woods by yourself without the internet and all you got is a dial TV, you're a complete psycho. I would even go as far to say she's a crazy June Cleaver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't like when he swore, but basically she imprisoned and tortured her favorite novelist. <laughs> yes, yeah. So Jimmy Kahn is a novelist in a movie, and he's driving yeah. down and goes off the road. It ends up being Annie Wilkes' favorite author. The character in his book series is called Misery Chastain, and he has her proofread it before it gets published. She finds out that he killed off her favorite character. You know what I like about this villain, though? Her intentions were initially good, right? Right? Initially, she wanted to bring him back to health, Ugh. but then doesn't like the new book. And he was trying to be a good guy, letting her preview it. Right? <laughs> 
The whole oh. switch happens, and then she becomes oh, a complete man. psychopath. Oh. So what's her move? She oh, broke both of Paul Sheldon's ankles with a sledgehammer and then said, God, I love you. That was the scene. It's called hobbling. Hobbling. She hobbled him. So I had to look away. I couldn't watch oh, it. She yes. put it between two blocks. Yes. Block of wood so the legs don't move oh. for the extra force. Oh, there you know we what? go. Oh, here we go. I can imagine what you might be thinking of me. I realize you just need more time. Paul, do you know about the early days of the Kimberly diamond mines? Do you know what they did to the native workers who stole diamonds? Don't worry, they didn't kill them. No, if they caught them, they had to make sure they could go on working, but they also had to make sure they could never run away. The operation was called hobbling. Any God. Shh, darling. Trust me. God's sake. It's for the best. Penny, please! Almost done. Just one more. God, I love you. God, I love you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Annie Wilkes, a savage number eight. Oh, what do we got yeah. for number seven, Mac? Number seven. You know what? Sometimes comedy movies can have great villains. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <sighs> Shoot him again. Here we go. Happy Gilmore. He's a very underrated villain. You know what he is, too? He checks off a lot of boxes. Not only All was he boxes. a villain, he was a complete asshole as well. Big time asshole. He's yeah. that guy's that pretentious, <laughs> high society, elitist. <laughs> Man, you know some he, of his one-liners, though. That country club he's villain a that everybody hates. Yeah, I tell you what, it's one of the best performances. He is hilarious, some Funny. of his lines. <laughs> he, I love how he talks about himself, like, you know, in the third person. <laughs> the imaginary gun in the sky, and he'll holster it. Oh, yeah. Uh, then he'll knock off a rage putt. He's a bit, he's a bit of a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, moron, good for happy Gilmore. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore, oh my God! <laughs> so here we go, up the ladder, Sean. Give me number six movie villain of all time. What do you got, pal? This one was easy for me. Played yeah. by self, yeah. the iceberg in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I gotta tell you, though, I'm a little bit confused. I'm a little <laughs> bit confused, I gotta say. Our, our topic is top ten villains. I thought the iceberg was the hero. <laughs> like, Moving on. Can I... <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? I hate the movie. I'm happy. <laughs> he does not like this movie. Listen, I'm going to say this right now. Straight number six. We're going Iceberg. Played by self. Titanic. Jack, Bop. your villain. My hero. Iceberg. Moving on. <laughs> number five. Love it, love it. How about Biff Tannen? <laughs> <laughs> Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Hello. Hello. Time Scumbag. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in there, McFly? He is the most classic bully of all time. You know what I mean? Ultimate definition of a bully. Perfectly cast for that role, would you say? <laughs> Perfect. Hey, what are you looking at, butthead? Totally abuses it's George. How he says things is the best. Hey, hold my beer, butthead. <laughs> <laughs> classic Biff. <laughs> What are you looking at, butthead? Bop. <laughs> Biff Tannen, seven days a week, 365. <laughs> Bang. Here we go. <laughs> Up the ladder. Moving on, Sean. Give me number four, movie villain of all time. Ah, this one's undeniable. There's a lot going on in this one. I'm going American Psycho Patrick Bateman, played by Ooh, Christian yes. Bale, probably the best oh method actor of all time. He is unbelievable. My favorite. Right? I'm going to tell you, other villains don't even compare to this guy, the stuff that he did. <laughs> 
When I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think two things. One part of me wants to take her out and talk to her, be real nice and sweet and treat her right. And what the other part think? <laughs> what her head would look like on a stick. <laughs> I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. Ooh, burp, 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 burp. Savage. Oh, good, good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so this character, though, really shows how dark the human mind can go. He was a narcissist, right? and they're so consumed by themselves in maybe one of the great scenes of all times when they're talking about the business cards, who has the best one, and they're all like plain white. You know what I loved is <laughs> in that, because it was all about the face that you put out there, right? His phoniness in the face. Remember that early on where he's preparing <laughs> his body, and he's got like oh, a yeah. whole mask, that clear mask on his face, and he pulls it off real slow. Oh smart. my God. My name is Patrick Bateman. I'm 27 years old. I believe in taking care of myself, in a balanced diet, and a rigorous exercise routine. In the morning, if my face is a little puffy, I'll put on an ice pack while doing my stomach crunches. I can do a thousand now. It's crazy. <laughs> and then, like, this choice of music, too, the whole Robert Palmer. Huey Lewis. In. Yep, that too. But Hip to be square, he yep. chainsaws him. <laughs> He <laughs> sets the tone for the day right there. Yep. He's got a nice day of killing. Listen, Great he had a chainsaw now. in his closet. He had a couple heads in his <laughs> fridge. And all because of the stress of banking. Bing, bang, boom. Pop. All right. <laughs> Number three. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a sleeper. The movie is called Arlington Road. The actor. Tim Robbins in Arlington Road. Right. Off the charts. Oliver Lang. It's the guy next door. And that's what makes it so chilling. Right? Oh, my God. The last 20 minutes. Awesome ending. Plausible. Pretty underrated movie. Joan Cusack. Oh, I know, right? I want to talk to you. I'm coming over, okay? <gasps> Cheryl! Brock! Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? Just shopping. What are you doing here? Shopping. Great. Oliver Lang, a true villain, psycho sociopath, planning things for years. Right? Uh, those are the scariest people ever. Some, he set up some traps. The last line of that movie: "One man acting alone." Well, That's very real. Awesome yeah. choice, Tim Robbins. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna enjoy the whole movie. Oliver Lang, he's number three. All right, <laughs> moving on. Number two, pal. What do you got? That is your quarter. It's your lucky quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Anton Sugar, oh, No Country God. for Old Men. Listen, this guy straight. Kills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the villain who has a perspective of the world. He's concerned with chance and fate. Debts occurred during life. So he has this thing where he flips a quarter and you got like a 50-50 chance of yeah. dying or living when he does yeah. that. He lives like by a set of ethics when he kills. He has, yeah, he has a moral code. His yep. own, he spared some people when it's at a trailer oh, park. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he's she, drinking the milk. <laughs> she stood her ground and he respected it, so he spared her. She talked yep. about his manners or something like that. He was a remorseless, calculated killing oh machine God. and she put him back in his place. It was awesome. So, <laughs> Listen, he's pure, unstoppable, evil, and you know what? A pretty bad haircut, too. I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm going to make a couple points. <laughs> yeah. Javier Badem is the actor. Antoine Chigurh. Finds a real creative use for a cattle gun. I read some stuff about this. You know what I like, too? The last name, there's no known origin to it. 
Really? So he had, right? Because his accent was kind of like untraceable. Who so, hey, who directed this movie? Cohen's. The Cohen brothers, right? Big Lebowski. Unbelievable. Oh, they're this actually is, great. I think he got an academy for this too, Javier by them. He might have. Hey, he was a super criminal. He a was. creature of myth, I would even say. Let's just say Anton Chigurh, what a great choice. Easily could have been number one. And I'm going to leave you on this. He he's, the, two. he's the type of villain you may actually run into someday. Let's have a listen to a scene where he's talking oh. about this quarter with a poor old guy in a convenience store. Here we go. <laughs> What business is it of yours? Where I'm from? Friendo? I didn't mean nothing by it. Didn't mean nothing. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Sir? The most you ever lost on a coin toss? I don't know. I couldn't say. Call it. Call it, yes. For what? Just call it. I can't call it for you. You know what date is on this coin? No. 1958. It's been traveling 22 years to get here. And now it's here. And it's either heads or tails. And you have to say, call it. Well, look, I need to know what I stand to win. You stand to win everything, call it. All right. Heads in. Well done. Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. It's your lucky quarter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Bop. Number one villain. Listen, this character has been played by many, yep. but there's only one actor that did it the way it needed to be done, the Joker by Heath Ledger. I thought you were going to say the guy oh. from the 60s on TV. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was I his name? Gonna, let's talk about Heath Ledger. Let's yeah. talk about that performance. Listen, I think it's undeniable. Joker... Why scene. so serious? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what? You can't mess with a guy that's got nothing to lose. He got consumed with this role, too. He yes. became depressed. Heath Ledger taken way too early from us. Unbelievable performance in this. I'll tell you what, Sean. Think about this, though. When you talk about your top villain, like just top to bottom, 100% pure villain, it has to have this quality. Someone has nothing to lose. Absolutely fearless. You become a very, very dangerous person. Right? <laughs> when I think about villains, I think about stress and fear of the people in the audience. Yeah, I was right? stressed out when I saw that scene when he told him to smile and he cut him with a knife. Give him a story. <laughs> Why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? He sticks the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. And... Why so serious? Yeah. Oh! Right. <laughs> can I ask one more question on this? Of course you can. What'd you think of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance? I didn't enjoy the movie as much. It was dark. I just think it was such a different spin was, on yeah. a villain, right? The mental health aspect. I like the end of the movie, to be honest. <laughs> when De Niro gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. What do you call him? <laughs> Murray. Murray. <laughs> he goes, you want to hear another joke? Murray. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, a great... Um... What do you think of our list, homeboy? I'm going to tell you right now. This might be the best top 10 movie villain list of all time. Man, I'm loving our list. I love our list, too. Yeah. I want you to email us at the top 10 men at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-T-O-P-T-E-N-M-E-N at gmail.com. Okay? No, Murray. <laughs> Adios. Bye-bye.